Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. And how are you? Thanks for joining us on the uh, Ever Black podcast, man. Uh, it's really awesome you could take the time to do that. Yeah, of course. Thank you, man, for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, of course, Revocation are about to head down here to play the direct underground fest in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, which is shaping up to be awesome. H- have you toured with any of the bands on there before? Uh, we have not. Uh, I'm really excited for it, though. I mean, I know we're heading out with uh, Isan and Belfigor. Uh, I've been a fan of you know, their music forever. Uh, we actually, hold on, I'm looking to pull it up, but we we just announced two more shows in this run, April 25th and 6th. April 28th, we're playing Brisbane uh, oh, wow. at Crowbar Optic, and then uh, the 29th, we're playing Sydney at Frankie's with Psychroptic. That's amazing. That's amazing news, because I was going to ask you the exact same thing. Are you going to head head to Brisbane? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I, I I wouldn't want to come to Australia and not go there. Oh, absolutely, man. It's uh, and you know what? I've never seen you guys, and I missed you both times for some dumb reason. Um, I'm oh, really, really looking forward to seeing you uh, play in Brisbane finally. So I'll definitely be there. And uh, of course, man, the last time you guys were here was the Thrash Blast and Grindfest with King Parrot and Cycroptic. How was that tour? Oh, it was amazing. That was. Uh... Our second Australian tour, and it was, I mean, the first one was great too, but this one was so much more fun, probably because we've hit these cities before, you know, and we made some friends, and uh, it was cool to see a lot of people again, hit a lot of markets again, so yeah, it was fucking awesome. Oh, dude, that's unreal, and uh, of course, you guys are currently working on the follow-up to uh, Great Is Our Sin. How far off is the album release? Uh, Well, actually, we just finished tracking it. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to come out. There's a lot of details that we haven't worked out yet, but uh, I'm very confident in the music. Every album we put out is a bit different. You know, we kind of try to maintain the main theme of Revocation, but at the same time, try to rework it in a way that's interesting each release. And uh, this one, you know, we we did some experimenting with our sound a little bit. It's it's still us, but, you know, there's some surprises in there. I think people are going to like it. So has it got a name? Uh, not just yet. We uh, we have a couple names in the running. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll announce that soon, to be honest. Did this one come along pretty quick compared to uh, other albums? You know, you're a few um, albums into it. it. It came along quick, but not really any quicker than any other albums we've done. Uh, I, the, I only wrote two songs on this record. I usually write about a fifth of each record. And uh, I've been working on these songs for about a year now. Davidson has been working on his songs for a little over that, and uh, there's not really much old stuff on this. Usually, we have a couple of old songs that we never got a chance to put out, and we'll mix them in with the new songs we're writing, but we're finally at the point where all the old songs have been used, so every song in this album we wrote for this album. Oh, excellent, dude. And uh, are there any guests on this one that you've... uh... Actually, no, not this time around. No guests. That would be cool, but uh, this is the last album we had Marty Friedman. Uh, the one before that, I'm not sure if we had a guest either. Not on this one. 
I bet it's going to kick ass anyway. You don't need to go. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's going to be unreal. I can't wait to hear it. And of course, man, uh, right now, there's someone out there that's, uh, you know, a kid or, or, or someone like that just jamming in their, in their room trying to learn your riffs. I mean, does that blow your mind that you're thinking right now, you're, where you're sitting, some kid out there is trying to work out your riffs? It, it totally does blow my mind because that's how I learned metal as a kid, you know? I took guitar lessons when I was younger, and I learned, you know, classic rock. I learned jazz and blues and all that stuff. But with heavy metal, you know, I, I didn't really have any teachers who were into that, so I had to learn it myself. I would sit in my room and press play and press pause and press rewind like a billion times until I could learn these songs. So, yeah, it's uh, it's cool to know that there are kids doing that nowadays, like kind of carrying the torch, you know, the next generation. And for you to be part of that, that influence as well. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very humbling. And there's a million videos out there too of um, like dudes just shredding your riffs. Have you have you come across yeah. any that's um, you know that impressed you? Uh, yeah, actually, a friend of ours, this dude Alexi Corey, he's from the UK. He uh, he did a cover of I think Madness Opus. I'm not totally positive what song. I don't remember, but it was fucking super accurate. And uh, he was like headbanging the whole time, so I was really stoked to see it. But yeah, uh, I actually saw a kid who covered um, one of the songs I wrote on the last album, Monolithic Ignorance. He covered it on piano, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Oh. Uh, and it sounded way cooler than I thought it would. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely talented young musicians out there that I get excited about. And what about, uh, you know, as a guitarist? I mean, you are considered one of uh, the best players out there in, in metal. Uh, but, uh, but I appreciate it. <laughs> For sure. I saw myself as like, uh, I love rhythm guitar. You know, I play leads, but I always kind of looked up to James Hetfield's leads. Uh, you know, they're a bit like, they're they're a little less ripping, but I feel like he chooses those notes carefully and they all count. Mm. And uh, I don't know, he, he can make a badass solo without being really fast. And I love that about his playing. And, uh, you know, I can't really beat Dave at his own game. He's such a shredder. I can't hang with him like that, so i got to kind of forge my own sound. And what about, uh, as a guitarist, what would you consider is the hardest riff to learn on the planet? Oh, jeez. Fuck, there's so many hard ones. Uh, I remember when I was younger, trying to learn a bunch of Spastic Ink songs. You familiar with that band? Yep. Yeah, I fucking, I got one of them, Read Me, and I still practice that to this day to warm up my chops, but goddamn, some of those riffs are hard. To be honest, man, like, Sometimes you'd be surprised, like, there are difficult, or riffs that sound difficult, and then I'll sit down and learn them and be like, oh, it's actually easy, it's just a repeating pattern, and it sounds hard. But then there's some riffs that are deceptively hard, where, like, you might think they're easy, but you go to learn them, and you're like, oh, shit, what is this guy doing? And, you know, uh, it's just like a challenge to learn these things by ear. And uh, if I can't play something, I'll usually just kind of give up and try something else. <laughs> you know, there's always that next level one. You know, I remember trying to learn uh, Tornado or Souls and just... Oh, just, yeah, that's a hard you one. You know, <laughs> throw my guitar and then switch to singing. So uh, yep. there you go. Uh, have you guys got a, a plan to uh, come down here again after the next album's released? If, you know, that's uh, pretty well, soon to say, but... Yeah, it's too soon to say. I mean, I would say definitely, but we don't have a plan yet. You know, so, uh, I mean, every time we put an album out, we want to hit Asia, Australia, Europe at least once per cycle, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. so yeah, I, I would definitely love to come down again maybe next year 
early next year or something. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But in the meantime, of course, uh, Brisbane. What was the date of Brisbane again, man? April 28th at Crowbar. Excellent, excellent, man. Well, I'll definitely see you there. And uh, you're playing Frankie's as well on the 20... 29th. 29th. Okay, cool. That's yeah, my old man it, memory. Sorry, it was, it's April 28th and April 29th. And, of course, you're doing May 5th at Sydney at Max Watts uh, and May 6th at Melbourne Max Watts for the uh, Direct Underground Festival with uh, Isan. That's going to be unreal. Yeah. yeah, he's one of my guitar heroes, for sure. Best dude. I can't wait to see him play, too. It's going to be sick. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, man, thank you again for taking the time, and I'm sorry if I held you up. Well, thank you, man, for having me. Yeah, too easy, man. And uh, we'll see you in Brisbane, brother. Hell yeah, dude. Looking forward to it. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 